And now, Canada Hoops, hosted by Maddie Ireland. Welcome back to another episode of Canada Hoops. It's your boy Matty. We have an amazing episode for you today. It's a special holiday edition of Canada Hoops. I want to thank you for your support of Canada Hoops in 2020. I can't think of a better way to get into 2021 by having this next guest on Canada Hoops. Canada Hoops is now on Facebook. And remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And download us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a very special guest joining me on Canada Hoops. We got some hometown cooking on this special holiday edition of the episode of Canada Hoops. He is a two-time recipient of the Yukon Coach of the Year, Coach of the Team of the Year Award for the 2001 Canada Summer Games basketball team, which I am proud to say I was a part of. He is an inductee into the Sport Yukon Hall of Fame He was my coach and will always be my friend. His name is Tim Brady, everyone. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Happy New Year, Matt, and Happy New Year to anyone that's listening to this. Man, it's it's just so special um, connecting with you today on New Year's Day. Uh, After the kind of year we've had this year, I'm sure everybody has felt it across the country. Uh, But lots of lessons from this past year and and man i'm just so grateful that uh i am i'm here today and and i'm with you and i i'm looking forward to just talking with you and and sort of reconnecting no i i feel the same way coach and i mean it's um it's an honor to have you on i feel like you know you spearheaded a lot of my you know basketball experiences and journey and and passion and and joy um i was so excited to reconnect with you and see that you know you're still going hard you're still coaching giving back to the community uh impacting so many lives um i hope i i put everything in the intro that applies to you i was trying to do my research and uh get get my notes and think back to uh those special times um I'd like to ask everybody when we, we get started, like, how have you survived the pandemic, Coach, you and your family? Have you, have you managed okay? Yeah, we've, we've managed okay. Uh, like, like everyone, you know, a lot of our plans uh, changed. Uh, I had a, a team responsibility. I was coaching you know, the UConn under-19 Arctic Winter Games team. Right. I think that's the 14th team I've coached for the Arctic Winter Games. Uh the 50th anniversary of the games hosted in Whitehorse in March. And uh, uh, we had a pretty good team and, and a bunch of guys that I'd been connected with for a couple of years, uh, much like your team. You know, we'd, we'd have our journeys and started long before we got to a major competition. And uh, like a lot of teams throughout uh, this year, we had to can our, our games got canceled and, and uh, that team uh, never really had a chance to, to perform and and to compete in that particular tournament, but uh, had a great experience with those guys leading up. And it was the last time I was out of the territory. It was in February, uh, middle of February of of, uh, 2020. We were in Calgary uh, uh, at one of my buddy's clubs down there competing and in a tournament. And uh, that's been it. Other than that, I've been, I've been sort of in lockdown in the territory, like almost, you know, the majority of Yukoners. Right. Uh, we've survived okay, and and it's been a great year for me because I've I've really been able to um, you know take a, a deeper sort of dive into some other things that uh, perhaps I I maybe wouldn't have had the time to do right. this past year, and so I yeah it's been I've tried to make the best use of the time. My family's healthy, and my kids are good, and my wife is good, so a lot a lot to be thankful for. And you have a grandson now too, correct? I do. That's Dane Brady Delamere, and he's a two and a half year old. Uh, he keeps me hopping. He keeps us hopping. He's just such a joy to have, and a bl- and really a blessing in our lives. So, 
uh, love him, love him so much. And it's just great to have, you know, him part of our life. Well, that's amazing. And I, you know, that makes me very happy to hear that. And, um, you know, I had, I had no doubt if anybody would kind of embrace this time, you know, work on getting better at their craft. I mean, that's you coach. You've always, you've always looked to do that. And so it's, um, I'm not surprised by that. Um, Coach, uh, you mentioned earlier before we recorded and we've, when we were reconnecting, you got the club program, Wolfpack Basketball up there, kind of a, a new journey in a sense for the basketball community back home. Um, what's the club like? Um, how's it going? Uh, how many players do you have? Can you, can you let us know more about the program? Sure. Well, the club is just, uh, just what, it, what it is, the club for, for boys and girls. Um, and it's, we, we have kids at different ages from, you know, age six, right up to age 18. Um, right now we have six different age groups and the club's five years old. And we started it as a way to really give kids an opportunity to train and to compete, um, year round and to, you know, connect with some other coaches and give them a pathway into coaching basketball. And, uh, it's grown, it's, it's, it's grown in numbers and, uh, it's just been, it's been fun. It's been, it's been fun for me to do because it's sort of given me a focus. Uh, I, I've been coaching the full spectrum of the age, you know, sort of the, the development age. I have sessions with little guys and I have sessions with older guys and it's a challenge. But it keeps me moving. It keeps me connected to the game right now. And, you know, we've been able to take some kids out and play at, in different tournaments um, and in different places in the country, which is always fun. And, uh, you know, just a way to build a connection and a passion for children and youth to the game of basketball in the territory. Well, that's, that's incredible. And, you know, for any of our listeners that don't know, I mean, Tim's been a, you know, a staple in the community for, well, at least 30 years now, I guess, eh, Coach? Right. Uh, moved to Whitehorse in 1989. Oh, that's incredible. And, uh, yeah. So. Um, let's get into a little bit of your upbringing and your passion and how the game grabbed you. Uh, you were born and raised in Chicago, correct? I, I was. And um, how did how did basketball get introduced to you? Well, you might say that um, I, I didn't really have a choice. I, 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 I was born into a family uh, that my father was uh, a very talented basketball player in his own right. Cool. Uh, and he played in, in the Big Ten at Northwestern University. And uh, when he was there, he, uh, he captained that team. And then he became a coach. And so I was born in Chicago. And he... Uh, he was a young man trying to find his way in the game as a coach. And pretty much my entire life as a, as a young person, as a child, a young person, I was raised in a home environment around the game of basketball. So I was exposed to it. All my oldest and, and earliest memories are watching my father, uh, you know, prepare his teams uh, you know, loved him dearly. I, I wanted to spend as much time with him as I could, as, as lots of sons do. And, you know, tag, on, you know, tag on his, on his coat sleeve and go to games with him, you know, watch him break down film, uh, watch the highs and the lows of his teams competing. He was an excellent coach. He was, he was, uh, by far the biggest influencer in my life in terms of the game of basketball and, and anything else. But, uh, that really instilled in me, um, you know, a connection to the game of basketball and a passion for the game and a love for the game that just essentially never left me. That's, um, and so did you play like in high school as well and, and play yeah. for him? Was he your coach at any point? Yeah. When I, when I played in high school, I, I went to a big high school in the city, right in the city, but right outside the city of Chicago. And it, uh, it had a very, you know, very good basketball program. My father was the head coach of that team, and he built that team uh, over the course that program over the course of his tenure there to one of the you know to a perennial powerhouse team. 
in cool. the state of Illinois. Cool. And we had a really good high school team. I wasn't a really good player, but I was on a really good team. Nice. And uh, I had some guys that I played with, and I, I learned how to I learned how to compete and play the game uh, the way that you know a high profile uh, program would teach the game. And so it was it was by you know it was so much fun. It was just you know thinking back of the connections I have with guys in that team. I I still connect to them today, and uh, like many players, it was just sort of a highlight you know, in my life, uh, looking back on those years. And, you know, from there, I, I went to school. I, I stopped going to university. I, I kind of went back to Chicago, started working again. And, but I never really escaped the game. I always found ways to play. When I was going to school, that's all I did. Like when I was in university, I think I played every day. Um, I played a couple years of junior college ball. Um, loved the game. I, I got married early. I had a son in my life early. And I had to really make a decision at one point in time to keep playing or to be a dad. Right. And uh, I chose, I, I really couldn't play. I, I had to be a dad at the time of my life. So uh, I, I sort of stepped out of my competitive play, but uh, always played with, with a, you know, guys in my, in my community, uh, folks all around me. I always found a way to play. And eventually I found my way into coaching and, uh, I did that in, in a little town where I was living uh, in Ontario, where I had, uh, you know, my wife was a Canadian and we, we moved into Canada and I connected with a group of guys there that loved to play as well and some great memories with them. And I found my way coaching a high school team, probably by, by default, because cool. at the time uh, they needed a coach and there was no coach. <laughs> so I sort of stepped in, I, you know, and, and gave it a shot. What, um, you know, and obviously I know you first as a coach and then, um, you know, as you get older and you, you look back and reflect and you think about, you know, that impact and, and the friendship, um, and you've been coaching for so long and, you know, made a difference for so many people. What, you know, what keeps you motivated? I know we talked about it, uh, when we were reconnecting, but you've since retired and now you've kind of been able to in a sense, really dive into the game even more and, and impact more people, you know, but what really, right. what really keeps you uh, driven right now? Well, uh, right now I have more time. I, you know, I, I've had a career, a working career outside of coaching basketball and uh, it's, it was a great career in the, in the Yukon. That's what got me here. And uh, I worked for the territorial government for, you know, a good 25 years and uh, was fortunate to really have some challenging positions and do some good work and some important work. Uh, but basketball and uh, kind of coaching was always kind of a sideline for me. It, it was a kind of a, a respite. It was a way to get me sort of away from some of the other work I was doing and into something that I, I had a passion for. And, um, what, what has kept that passion alive for me is probably, you know, it, it could be an insecurity. It may be the fact that I, I never really felt like, uh, I could, you know, that I, I knew enough. Like I always felt like I was looking to learn more and more about being an effective coach, about teaching the game effectively, about getting a deeper understanding of the game and becoming a more effective teacher of the game. And I feel that I still feel that way. Um, you know, since my retirement from my my uh, my job, my main gig, I've had a little bit more time to do just that, and uh, I I still feel like I'm I'm learning. Like I still, uh, even though having coached 35 years, I don't feel like I I'm anywhere close to really uh, not learning something new. And that in and of itself is exciting for me. And uh, whether it you know how you know it's designing a practice session to maximize player learning or you know maybe helping teach decision making better right or whatever it might be uh, I, I've somehow I'm constantly looking for that that small percentage that may make a difference even to this day so I think that's part of my motivation I mean that's incredible coach and I you know it's um I think it's a good lesson for a lot of us, especially given this last year where, um, 
you know, hopefully a lot of people have taken the opportunity to try new things and learn new things and keep growing and bettering themselves. Um, you know, with this journey so far, and I mean, the ride's still going, you know, do you have you had much time to kind of sit back and reflect on, you know, what, what your ride in the game has been like and just the impact you've made. And I know, you know, I'm using those words a lot, but you know, it's, um, it, you know, it's an honor to sit with you today and discuss this stuff. And it's like, you know, I, you know, I hope a lot of people that you've impacted over the years have come up to you and just said, you know, coach, what a difference. And, you know, uh, I've been reconnecting with some of the other guys on, on the old squads and it's just, you know, that message is the same as like, you know, what a difference coach Brady made for us. Uh, you know, do you get a chance to look at that? Well, you know, I, I, I do, I guess I, I don't really, maybe more so a little bit now because, you know, to, to some extent, uh, I may be in a little bit more of that kind of mindset right now. Right. Cause I think the, you know, the number of years I'm going to, I've got, go, I've got left in this, you know, active coaching role are, are far fewer than the ones I've put in. So kind of reflecting back on it, um, you know, part of my journey, part of my, my pathway has, has evolved over time, you know, where my perspective on what I was doing and how I was doing it has changed and it's evolved. And uh, I, I've certainly become much more aware of, you know, what's important in my life and right. how important the, the, the kids in, in these programs really are. And a much greater sense of empathy and care, uh, you know, about that and about, you know, the kids in my program and the kids that I'm coaching. Uh, that's evolved and that's changed for me over time. I've developed a deeper understanding of that and uh, a, a better understanding of that, I think. Um, you know, so I, I really think that uh, I've been I've gotten as much or probably more from the guys that I've coached than they could ever, than I could ever give to them. Uh, I, I, you know, so it's been a reciprocal thing and I value that, you know, to me. So it's always terrific when I, I'm able to touch base with people. And I, I know that, you know, that I've, I've coached or I've spent some time with uh, and just kind of reminisce and reconnect. And, you know, how important is that? That's really important. And, and uh, it's something that we all, you know, we, it's easy to forget. It's easy to, you know, sort of get caught up in your day to day and, you know, and life, life goes, you know, passes you by. And, uh, you know, if, if anything, like that to me is one of the, the real legacies of being on a team and, and come, you know, training and competing with other guys and, and gals that, you know, you've developed relationships with and is maintaining that connection. That's, that's so important, really. And so uh, I, I think I've got a better sense of that, you know, now having had you know, just a little bit more time on my hands. Well, and I think, and I'll speak from just having played for you, you know, and now being at this stage in my own life, I mean, the wins and losses, they come and go and you, you forget them, but it's, it's more the memories and that time together and that, that community. And I mean, reflection is a special thing and be able to look back and think about those times together and those friendships. That's, that's the best part of what the game provides for us, you know? Absolutely. Coach, uh, can we get into uh, a little bit of the personal side and just talk about some of our memories and some of our teams sure. we've had? And, Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I was looking forward to the episode for that reason, uh, or one reason. And, uh, you know, I want to I talk about maybe the idea that, you know, at the time, in a lot of ways, you know, we didn't really know any better. We had this group of guys, you know, we're playing, competing, you know, we're training, we're practicing with you. And you, and you, you compare it to the way the game is now and what uh, kids are exposed to in terms of training and practice and social media. I mean, you know, we would, you know, it'd be like, who need a ride? Coach would say, who would need a ride? It's like, coach, can you pick me up in the morning? I wasn't far from you in Porter Creek. You know, and, and it, you know, a lot of the things that we did went beyond the floor. Team barbecues at your house. Um, you know, those are memories, like, I remember the most and cherish the most. 
practicing twice a day, being together for three or four summers straight. Um, you know, do you remember those, do you remember those moments? Man, I, I, I remember a lot of them. And I, you know, at the time, you know, I, I probably was, you know, learning as you guys were like, I, Uh, you know, I had a, I had an approach, you know, I wanted to be as prepared as I could possibly be, but, um, I really, you know, in many ways I, it was new to me as well. Like I, you know, all I knew when I got up to the Yukon territory was that, um, there was a big game in Canada that was being played at a level and a place where we weren't involved with it, you know, as a territory. And, you know, I, I, I had a big perspective of the game, you know. I, I, I knew where, how, where the game was being played and how it was being played, but in the Yukon, it was something we weren't included in. So, you know, one of the things that always kind of interests me was, like, there's a, some folks up here that were, you know, kind of pushing us the other way, saying, hey, I don't, I don't think you guys are ready for this. Right. And, I, and, and they were right, you know, really, because we, we didn't know any better, but we, we jumped in. And uh, we said, well, let's, let's give it a shot. Right. And so you and I talked a little bit about this earlier. And, and uh, you know, we really learned as a, as a group how to compete yeah. and how to play and win together by losing yeah. together. Right. And, and we paid our dues in that respect. Uh, but... That's not unusual. That's how a lot of programs and teams understand what it takes to win. Right. And it's and you know it's maybe what the difference was with a lot of places is it was almost like we were always starting from scratch. You know we we didn't really have a, a solid base to uh, to roll the next program over or the next team over. So there was, you know, it was good, but it, but it was challenging. And part of that challenging was, you know, holding ourselves reasonably accountable to the standards of behavior that we needed to have in order to compete at the level that we wanted to compete at. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that was challenging for everybody, you know, you know, putting in the kind of time that we needed to put in, making the commitment you know, to show up ready to, to work hard uh, with no guarantee that we we're going to have success. And a lot of times we didn't. Right. You know, a lot of times we, we, we learned the hard way. And, um, but we still learned, nevertheless. And uh, all of that work and all of those, all of that time together really, um, you know, put us in a place where eventually we started to have some success. That's right. And we, we started to surprise people. And, and we, we we started to show up to these you know national competitions and people could see that uh, you know we played hard and right. and we uh, it, once in a while we might sneak up on somebody if, that's right you know and we did and it was it was just a lot of fun learning that together and being a part of that you know as a group uh, you know and and so I, I think to ma- a large extent. That's still how it is in the north, and um, you know, you know, with our numbers and you know our population size and all that stuff, is is we're still pretty much there. We're, we're you know, we're almost always looking to start again, and uh, maybe with a little bit more knowledge, with a little bit more understanding of what it's going to take. But uh, between your group and then two decades, and we've done it multiple times, right, uh, with different groups. Well, what's, um, I'm curious, uh, we'll kind of go away from our personal stuff here for a second, but what's the pool of players and, and talent, uh, like, uh, back up home right now? Well, you know, we, uh, I, I think we've, we've got a pretty solid base. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the North, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's the darkness. <laughs> we yeah. just don't seem to have a lot of size. Right. Uh, but you know, we have kids that love to play. And uh, we have a small pool of athletes to select from. And there's many, many opportunities for kids and families in the Yukon to participate in different sports. Right. You know, uh, so in some ways, you know, we're, we're really competing with, 
other sports, you know, for athletes to participate in. And I've sort of gotten to the point now where I just really try to focus on what I can control. Like I try to make, you know, the activities and the programs that I'm doing as engaging and uh, kind of inspiring and fun for those kids that are choosing to play basketball. Um, and if they choose to do something else, that's fine too, you know, because there's lots of other great, great sports. And, uh, you know, as much as I want, you know, want them to be a part of basketball, really, I just, it, it's more important to me that they're probably busy, engaged and active right. in, in a sport. Right. Uh, and, and I just sort of approach it from my own stuff is that, you know, how can I really make this the sport that this kid or this young person wants to be a part of. Right. And I try to approach it that way. And so, you know, our talent is, you know, it comes and goes. We, we have, uh, we have some, we have some good players and, you know, once in a while we got a couple of kids, I think that can take the next step and play at the college level and, um, cool. you know, play beyond their high school level. We always have a couple that are there. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I'm a proud you, Connor. I always say that, um, I like to say Whitehorse uh, made me in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I like to see players from back home succeed for sure. Um, Coach, you remember being at a tournament in Winnipeg? I think it was the Western Summer Games. Mm -hmm. And you took me to get contact lenses. Do you remember that? I don't. <laughs> well, I'm going to put it out there. I had a hard time seeing and I was just starting to wear glasses in school but I didn't really understand contacts, you know, to have to play with. And you were like, Matt, can you see out there? Because it looked like you said to me, it looks like you're not making like good reads. And I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to see. So you took me to an optometrist in Winnipeg and I got contacts and it blew my mind. I was just, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that, you know, I was playing without them. It made such a difference, but I bring that up just because, you know, you look back and you're like, just the different things you would always do for us as a group. Every guy had a story, and uh, you know, maybe a, a struggle, whether it was just trying to get to practice, maintain focus. You know, that's that's one example where you're just, you're helping somebody out. And I'll never forget that. And, you know, I've been wearing contacts ever since. So <laughs> that, that moment stood out. So, and wow. then um, we, we talked about this, but our last game together as a group, in the 2001 uh, Canada Summer Games, and our last game as a group against Nova Scotia. Do you remember some of those memories in that game? I surely do. I surely do because it was really our last game with our core group um, of, of players that uh, I, I knew were leaving. Like I, I'd been coaching you guys and had been with you for three years, right. uh, and I could I could see you know you guys were coming to the end of your playing days. Um, you know, in the Yukon and we're going out other places. Right. And so I was, I was really aware of that. And we put so much into that, you know, into that activity and, and showing up and being ready to, to give our best and to give a winning effort that uh, it was a special game for us. And, and we, you know, so I, I remember uh, we were playing Nova Scotia and I think coach Kochowski was coaching the Nova Scotia team. That's right. And, um, you know, I, I, I remember them uh, sort of kind of getting us pretty good for a while, and uh, as, as most of the teams there did, right. but we made a run, a kind of a late run in that game, and uh, we had a couple guys in that team that could shoot the ball really yep. well, yep. and I remember one of our players uh, uh, in particular uh, really shot the ball well that game. I think he had nine threes or something. Was that Robin? That uh, oh, was Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my boy Robin. And so, and so we 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 made a run and we we cut the lead on him. I think we might have cut it to about ten. Yeah. And uh, I just you know it was the last game and we, we were sort of running out of gas. I could tell. And uh, it was like Nova Scotia didn't want to be that close with us. Right. You could tell they just did not want to have that. You know, it was just not where they wanted to be at that stage of the game. And there wasn't a lot of time left, I think maybe, I don't know, four or five minutes. But it was like, that was like a win for us, that we 
we were able to get in on them a little bit in the final moments of that game. And uh, I just remember feeling like, uh, you know, I think they ended up winning by double digits, but uh, really pulling you guys off the floor early, you know, with some time left, maybe four or five minutes to go, uh, just to, to sort of recognize you as, you know, what you had done in, in that in that game and what you had done at, in the Western Canada games because that just sort of embodied the, your approach. And I, I wanted to just to give you that little moment of, you know, uh, of specialness to step off and and just say, hey, thank you for your approach and, and doing what you did and working so hard, you know, in that game. And, uh, I, you know, that's what I remember. I, I think maybe Coach K was pretty upset as well, and not at us, but at his own guys. And right. uh, it, it just – it's just something that I'll, I, I remember. No, I do too. And, and, you know, what stands out is he's getting mad at his team and he, he's telling them, guys, it's the UConn, like what's going on? And, you know, we're, we're embracing that. And then you touched on it, you know, you pulled us off the floor and, and you, and you said this to us, you said, guys, you know, just take this in, you know, enjoy it, embrace it. This is going to be our last game together as a group. And, you know, we, we really were a family for, three, four summers kind of thing. And it was, um, you know, all coming to an end. And uh, that was a special moment. And it, and, it, and it allowed us to, you know, embrace it and reflect on the, the time together and the journey and the work and the whole, the whole process of being together as a group. Yeah. Yeah. Coach. Uh, no, yeah. Um, you know, I'm curious about, you know, in your years of coaching, who who are some of um, you know maybe your favorite players and teams you've coached, and not necessarily. I mean, I know guys that I played with with, you know, I'll say it as as the program and our time together, and obviously I have some teammates that stand out. But uh, you know, who are some of your favorite players, maybe, and not necessarily because of their time on the floor, but just characters and people they were off the floor and what they brought to uh, the group as, as people. Uh, you mean players that I coached? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you know, like I said, I think that um, uh, your group with yourself and Robin and Dean and um, oh boy, uh, Tony, right. Uh, Neil and Jack, those guys that we played together, uh, I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for you guys because in many ways, uh, you guys were trailblazers. Right. You know, you guys blazed a trail uh, and a pathway for other coaches, teams, and players in the Yukon to follow. And um, it wasn't an easy pathway. It was a hard one. Uh, but it was a joyful one and, and a, a challenge at the same time. And, and so that you guys were, you know, were special in that regard. And many, many other guys have come through since then and have played and many other teams have come, you know, um, there's guys all over, you know, that, I, that I think about and that we're part of this and I'm fortunate enough to stay a little bit connected to, uh, both, you know, in my, I've got some great kids right now. Playing. Awesome. Just some, just some great kids. Awesome. Um, and you know, there's other guys that there are probably too many for me to try to start to mention because I know I'll leave guys off, but right. Um, you know, I, I look at some of the kids I have now and, uh, and some of the kids and, you know, and I, they're just terrific kids. They're just terrific young people. And, um, you know, they're going to be great people. They're going to be uh, not just good basketball players. They're going to be really good people. And that, that, that's a thrill for me. Well, that's cool. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's what matters most is, uh, you know, the game kind of slowly goes away from you in some aspect for some people, not yourself, but, uh, you know, your teammates and, and coaches and, you know, uh, opponents will remember, you know, being, you being a good person, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Coach, um, you know, I want to bring up one last memory, maybe just being together and, mm -hmm. you know, um, that opportunity, you know, to play for you every summer be a part of the group with the guys you mentioned 
Um, you know, we had an opportunity to watch Team Canada play an exhibition game in UBC just before uh, they went to the Sydney Olympics. And that was a special moment for me. It really spearheaded my love of Canada basketball and staying on top of our, our Canadian players. You know, and I often think like, you know, just having that opportunity every summer to be together, you know, gave us those other moments where, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching Team Canada and, you know, just looking at the guys that are going to go represent our country. And I remember us sitting together as a group and sitting with you and you're like, yeah, well, watch this player, watch what he does. And I mean, Steve Nash is there and, you know, his handle was crazy. And you're you're like, boys, watch his handle. And, you know, so I, I guess in a way I want to thank you for those moments, um, you know, and that chance to, you know, those those times to play for you every summer. I mean, it means a lot, Coach. I know. And, and you know, Matt, I, I, I want to extend a thank you to you. I just, it means a lot for, you know, to me to, uh, to just to talk with you about this. And, and like I said, I, I took out as much, you know, from those relationships and times from you guys as I, I'm sure you got. And, uh, that's still a huge part, you know, of me and, and, you know, in my, in my memory and, you know, I, I oftentimes say this, and I I, uh, I think it more when I, you know, when I kind of connect with some of the guys before I, boy, you know, I, I, I look back and I think, man, I wish I could have coached some of these guys back then right. with what I know now. Right. And and I think that's a good thing because it just it just sort of demonstrates uh, that I've that I've evolved, that I've kept going, and that I've learned. Um, and I think the beneficiaries of that are the people that are in front of me now. And, uh, you know, just the, the collective experience and, um, you know, the, the, the learning that has happened through that uh, has made me a better person and a better coach. And, and to me, I think, uh, you know, I still have, I still have some, some energy for this and, uh, it just, it's, it's, I think the benefit of that are the, are the young people that I can interact with right now. And that's how I approach that right now. Is just, uh, uh, but nevertheless, I think back and it sometimes think, man, I wish I, I, I would have known then what I know, you know, would have, would have done then what I, what I know now. Well, looking back is easy to do now, but I mean, you know, we knew what we knew and, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, um, you know, I'm always appreciative of, of that time together as a group. Uh, Coach, can I just throw a, a couple uh, random questions at you? Just some fun sure. ones? Sure. You bet. All right. Well, with your, your knowledge and your time in the game, who's the best basketball player of all time? Oh, that's easy. That's Michael Jordan. boy. That's what I wanted from you. That's, there's, there's, there's no, that's not even a debate. Yeah. Well, being a Chicago guy, you know, like, yeah. you know, and I mean, Mike was, Mike was special, right? Yeah. Without question. Who, uh, who's the best player you've coached against? Wow, man. I've coached against some really good players. I, you know, we, at the national that. championships, um, there were some great players in your, in your time. Yes, sir, There right. were some really good players in your time. Yes, there was. Uh, on multiple provincial teams. You know, I remember that because I, I went to uh, the Nike All-Territory Camp uh, with a coaching group when you were probably a senior, and a lot of the guys in that camp were the best players in those provinces. Right. Uh, and, man, there were some good ones. There were some really good ones. And every year since then, it's gotten better. Anybody stand out? Uh, well, all the guys that are playing now that, you know, in the NBA came yeah. through. Yeah. And I've seen, I you know, I saw many of them play at, at the national tournament. You know, um, you know, in, 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 in some instances, we played against them. Right. Um, you know, so, you know, there, there's guys that are playing in the NBA right now that had their start uh, on those provincial teams. And, you know, in their provincial programs and um, some of those guys, you know, just unbelievable. 
and in some in, in Canada, you know, where Canada is at right now, uh, with you know developing young talented players. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's, it's they're doing a great job, and you know, in many instances, they're standing on the shoulders of you know those players and those coaches and those teams that went before them. You know, and and uh, it's interesting because you know I always sort of look at. Uh, you know, the Yukon uh, and the far, the, the, the remoteness of us and the challenges that we've had as a place to to play and compete and develop. But, I, you know, in many ways, it's just sort of a microcosm of what Canada's had to go through. Yeah, you know, right. Canada's a massive country, big, it's spread out. Um, you know, the, some of the same challenges that we have on our scale, Canada as a nation experiences as a country to pull its talent pool together you know, to get athletes training at a high standard across the country on right. giving them, you know, high performance, competitive opportunities, but they've done a great job. Uh, lots of ups and downs, but uh, they've, they've, I think they've done a great job. And, you know, your, your recognition of Canadian talent, Canadian hoops is, man, it's such a great thing that, you know, you, there's a voice out there that says, Hey, this is this is something to look at because people are looking at it around the world, yeah, and recognize it. So, did you ever think the game would grow the way it has in Canada and gotten to the way it has this point? I mean, you well, know, it's, it's just yeah. exploded. And I mean, there's different reasons, but could you ever imagine it being maybe as popular as it is now? And now we're at a point where we have the second most guys in the NBA next to the United States. I mean, did you ever? With your journey in the game in Canada, have you? Would you ever imagine that? I I actually did imagine that, and and uh, you know, I, for maybe twenty years, I I uh, was fortunate enough to connect with Canada basketball, right. um, you know, on a territorial and provincial level, uh, and sort of developed an understanding of what Canada's dream was and vision was right. uh, as a basketball country. And what they were working very hard to do, uh, you know, at an elite level and at a grassroots level to develop talent and to grow the game. And, uh, man, you know, they, I, I could see some of the steps that they wanted to take and were taking. Right. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the stuff that they've done, that Canada has done as a nation has, has been in the coaching development thing, end of things. And, uh, you know, developing sort of a uh, a model, you know, a play, and uh, that was very much contemporary uh, to its time and uh, reflected where the game was going. Uh, but keeping guys developing, bringing new guys out, um, you know, lots of challenges along the way. A lot of, you know, many, many challenges. But, uh, you know, to Canada, to Canada's credit, to Canada basketball's credit, a lot of the provincial and territorial uh, um, associations credit, they've, they've managed to, to move the needle. Yeah, they have. In a very positive way. And uh, uh, I, 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 we're not done. No. We're not done. And, and uh, you know, I think there's better days coming. And uh, it's going to be great for me to watch some of that and, and see it from afar, albeit. Um, but I'm proud of what they've done and and where the game has gone in Canada. Well, that's, you know, I'm excited. And, you know, I'm excited where the program is at nationally and, um, you know, what we have to offer on a, a world stage in terms of players. You know, it's a, an exciting time to be a fan and uh, to be a hooper and, you know, and, and to be someone that supports the program. Coach, uh, who's the best coach you've coached against and had to line up against and scheme against? Gosh. <laughs> well, there was a there was a guy that destroyed me in a club tournament not so long ago. Okay. Uh, but, you know, a, a lot of times the uh, – where we, where I have found the biggest struggles is when uh, I've come up against a team that I really have not been able to prepare my guys for what we were going to see. Okay. And and being in the north here, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of that. 
you know, we, we don't have a lot of chances to compete. And But, you know, if we encounter uh, a defensive system that we really haven't seen before or something that we haven't spent much time kind of breaking down, we've got to do it on the fly. Right. That's always a challenge, right. you know, and that's always a challenge. And so where I'm at these days is I sort of stumble into those situations more because that's kind of how we're playing. But, uh, you know, at, at the provincial level, you know, that's, uh, boy, you, you've got to know who you're playing and, and you've, right. you've got to know, try to know what their tendencies are, what they're trying to do, what they're trying to take away. Uh, and, and in our case, really, I've always sort of come up with the approach of, I just got to worry about our guys. So it's like, what do we want to get done here? Right. And um, regardless of this team, like, what do we need to do here? Uh, and, you know, I think I've become a little bit better at coaching on the fly or trying to coach through, you know, maybe some unpredictable things, but it's always a huge challenge. Uh, so, you know, for coaches, man, I've, you know, there's been, there's a, some terrific, terrific provincial team uh, coaches, right. university coaches in Canada. Uh, and, of course, you know, we, we sometimes go, get into the States a little bit and play and some great coaches there. And uh, right. I, I can't think of any one, you know, particular name that I'd say, but, man, it's always been a challenge no matter where we've gone. No, that's cool. Um, before we wrap it up, uh, recording, and we can talk more offline, uh, any shout-outs you want you want to send to anyone? Boy, you know, I'd, I'd like to just shout out to all the guys, you know, in your crew that, that maybe, you know, you're connected to that perhaps are listening to this. Uh, again, always a special group of players from my, from my perspective. Uh, all the guys that have gone, you know, after you, uh, and there's been many of them that have gone through similar journeys. Um, you know, we've gone through similar journeys together where, not unlike your group, uh, where we, you know, we learned how to compete and win the hard way, right. paid our dues, uh, but managed to come through and, and you know, sort of develop as players, develop as people. I want to give a shout out to all those guys, all my former players, wherever they are. They're all over, you know, they're all over Canada. And uh, I appreciate that and, and appreciate them. And, you know, and thank you, Matt, for, for reaching out to me for this. This is this is kind of a thrill, and it's it's uh, it's been great to reconnect and to kind of reminisce, and great to see that you're, man, you're still you know loving the game and, and have a passion for it, and um, you know it's still it's still an important part of your life. Well, it is, and uh, I hope I can get into a situation where it keeps me going, much like yourself, and uh, you know I feel like I owe a lot to the game, and I owe a lot to you. I feel like. Um, if I hadn't had the opportunity and the game in front of me, I don't know. I, I think I probably would have gotten a lot of trouble. Um, my dad was a, a big supporter of you, um, what we were doing. He knew it was important to, uh, have that opportunity and, um, that, that chance to be part of that family. Um, so, you know, coach, this was a, a special episode and a conversation and, and I want to try to speak for all the players you've coached over your career when I say thank you for being there. Thank you for making us a part of your family. You know, you allowed us to be a part of a special community. Like I said, you kept a lot of us out of trouble, you know, showing us how precious the game was and not to have that taken away. Um, in my eyes, you're you're a true legend up north and in Whitehorse and across the country. And uh, we appreciate, love, and respect you. You know, and we want to thank you for the ride, Coach. Wow. Thank you, Matt. And uh, all the best. Let's uh, – I can't wait to uh, – you know, maybe – you know that UConn's a special place. You know that. And uh, I look forward to seeing you. You know, maybe you'll find your way back up here. Who knows? I know I'm, I'll probably be down to Calgary with, with a younger group of, of kids. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, we can get back and play a little bit come the, uh, you know, the spring or early summer. And uh, we have some connections in, in, I think, in the area that you're in, and, and hopefully we can reconnect down there in person. Well, I will say this. I owe, 
I owe the Yukon a visit. We haven't been back up since we moved down. I, I desperately want to get my daughter there. We just, we've taken other trips um, in that time. And uh, yeah, we're going to stay connected, coach. I mean, I've, uh, I've cherished this opportunity to do this and uh, get connected again. Um, if people want to find you, I know you're on Twitter at Coach T. Brady. Coach puts a lot of great information out there. Um, and Wolfpack. So it's wolfpack-basketball.com, correct? Yeah, it's wolfpack-basketball. That's our website. That's the name of the club. Awesome. All right, Coach. Well, uh, we're going to stay in touch. It uh, means a lot to have you on Canada Hoops, man. Uh, you know, you, you helped really drive the passion for me. Um, want to thank you again and uh, wish you all the best in the new year. Happy New Year. Nothing but uh, good health and, and safety. And uh, I just I have a feeling this year is going to be a lot better for all of us. I do too. And thanks again, Matt. Happy New Year to you and your family. And looking forward, looking forward to seeing you. All right, Coach. Take care. All right, that's a wrap on another episode of Canada Hoops. I want to thank my coach and friend Tim Brady for pulling up. I want to thank you for your support. Remember, you can find Canada Hoops podcasts on both Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe and download us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, I'm your boy, Maddie. Thank you for listening to Canada Hoops.